In this segment, we're going to be visiting uh, with Mark Kleisner, who's president of the Illinois Association of Regional School Superintendents. Mark, good morning to you. How are you, sir? Good morning. I'm well, despite all the things that are going going through, including the weather. But I'm well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, the, very, not too very, bad. Very I guess. Well. Yeah, very good. I, I didn't realize that there you had a little bit of weather there. But uh, well, we all had weather yesterday. Yeah, that was yeah, uh, quite a storm true. that blew through uh, at least central Illinois. It sure uh, was. Mark, yep. thanks for taking yep. time with us. Of course, um, we've got 850 different school districts, uh, but there's also uh, regional superintendents. How many regional superintendents are there? Well, th- first of all, thank you for having me. Um, our organization includes 38 offices, and we can we track our history back all the way to the Civil War, and we have um, continued to serve our districts kind of as a as an extension of the State Board of Education. We focus on three areas: professional learning, um, compliance, and at-risk programming for students and. So with those three charges in statute, we support every single school and district in the state um, at the local level, made up of a network of 38 offices. So we've had um, you know, the tail end of the spring semester. Uh, we essentially went into you know, stay-in-place orders, and uh, schools weren't allowed to have uh, in-person teaching. And then we went through the summer with a lot of uncertainty as what's moving forward. And we've seen a lot of things uh, still shaken up with sporting events and things delayed until spring, like football. Uh, but also with all the different school districts there are, it's like hit or miss as to whether kids are going to be going back to school. Uh, what are the regional superintendents, um, how how is this being managed at, at your level uh, with, uh, I'm sure, each region has <laughs> tens or dozens, if not, uh, you know, more school districts that are probably going to have different plans? Absolutely. And it, and it's kind of the key question of, of how we're functioning right now. You know, in our compliance section, um, that strand for re- regional superintendents is making sure schools are safe. And so we have had a really steep learning curve about things like social distancing and PPE and masks and um, helping our districts provide those things or acquire those if they need them. Um, Also within that compliance safety realm, we do a great deal of of disaster planning. And usually that's things like tornadoes and and heat or snow or blizzards or, or floods across the state. Um, you know, this is a different kind of, of emergency, but same sort of thing as we do uh, disaster planning. And, um, you know, I would like to say that for us as, as professional educators, um, the whole idea of being involved in a conversation around life and death decisions is something new and different. And one of the things that we're really proud of as IARSS, as the regional soups, is that we understand our local community. They, you know, the state board is looking at kind of a 30,000 foot across the whole state, and yet our offices know the districts, we know the superintendents, we know the principals, um, we know our regions, and we know about this disease, that what's happening in Chicago is different than Danville or in East St. Louis or Galena or Springfield. And the local regional superintendent has their fingers on the pulse helping with things about sometimes it's delivery of food, sometimes it's Internet for remote learning, 
Sometimes it's professional development for teachers as they get used to the idea of coming back in a very different way. So our role is to support the local schools, help them be successful, and really in all three strands of our work, um, this pandemic and to be really frank, you know, the the um, unrest in the streets and, you know, all the other issues that have, that have come along within the last few months are things that we can kind of scoop up and, and help our, our local districts. When I talk to districts and I talk to super, regional superintendents across the state, I'm confident in saying all 38 offices meet with their superintendents usually virtually, but meet with their superintendents at least weekly. Here are the updates. Here's what's happening. How can we help? Um, that That's our role during this difficult time. Mark Kleisner is with us, the president of the Illinois Association of Regional School Superintendents. Mark, I know you've been consulted by a lot of superintendents. Your group has a, uh, you know, local district superintendents about whether or not to reopen classrooms or, or hybrid learning or whatever. As they struggle with it, some class, some school districts have decided to go the hybrid route where they've given parents an option of whether or not they want to do Zoom learning or in classroom. Some have just gone all Zoom learning. What kind of advice have your superintendents been giving to the superintendent? at the local level? So it's a great question, and um, we feel very strongly that that these decisions, they would be easier made in a universal level, but we believe they're better at a local level. Um, the regional superintendents know their districts well. They know their superintendents well. Um, and this is a very complex puzzle because we're looking at, at issues of of uh, medical welfare as as well as the appropriateness of teaching. In general, as an organization, we are strongly in favor of getting kids back in school as safely, as quickly as possible. Um, But there's that, you know, then you hit the parentheses. What does that really mean, safely? And we're looking to our local health departments. Across the, the state, regional soups have been partnering with the the IDPH as well as the local health departments in looking at what are the criteria, what are the metrics, what kinds of um, uh, activities can we take on in terms of cleaning, sanitizing, PPE, preparation of quarantine space, how can we help assist? And in many cases, the last few months have been about us connecting the dots. ISBE to the local school district, IEMA to the local school, um, the health departments to our offices, and we're helping with that, connecting the dots, trying to get the best information we can to make the best decisions um, locally. Gotcha. Mark, um, another element that uh, we've been kind of keeping an eye on uh, here locally, because, well, I mean, we hear the stories about uh, Springfield School District uh, doing a hybrid, but another local district might just be doing online only. And in the mix of all of that here on this commercial radio station, we hear commercials for private schools that are doing in-person only. Um, what's the regional superintendent's uh, role in uh, private schools, uh, if there is any? And uh, you know, how, how does that uh, work out? Um, across the spectrum of all the different uh, options there may be for parents? Sure. It's a a great, great question. So, um, first of all, the regional superintendents, one of our 
um, capacities, one of our responsibilities is that we do what's called a, a recognition visit. If a private school wishes to be recognized by the State Board of Education, we're the extension that goes out, looks at policies, looks at procedures, looks at, at the facility, um, and we are the entity that then recommends whether they're recognized by the, the State Board of Education. That's not something required. In many cases, private schools choose to use that avenue so that they can say to parents that it's one more thing that they've done in terms of accreditation. So it's a, you know, it's a badge of honor to have the State Board recognize a private school. In terms of delivery, um, we could probably talk about that all morning because what I find as I talk to people in all corners of the state is one of the driving forces, one of the first questions is about capacity and whether that is social distance capacity or internet capacity, both of those are critical in the discussion. So at times, districts have said to me, we're using our school bus, we're driving the school bus out to the Walmart parking lot, and in that parking lot, kids can drive up around the bus and use the Wi-Fi on the bus to do their homework. That's a very different capacity from some high school that may have handed out hotspots and every kid has a device. Um, there were districts in the state in the spring that were doing remote learning by paper and pencil. Now, it's very clear that if you start with that question, it dictates how you're going to implement. So some of those are medical decisions, like social distancing and, and so forth. Others are, are just um, pedagogical and, and teaching discussions and, and decisions. And the, the local people have to kind of figure out how they're going to do that. The friends of mine in the archdiocese up near Chicago, they're really wrestling with, you know, their enterprise is, is tuition-driven. Tuition and so now you've got a, a financial component that falls in to the other two components, medical and technology. And everybody has to do what, what delivers best to their community or their constituents. And at this point, the archdiocese feels strongly that they want to at least open the year in person. Um, I'll tell you, that's my heart goes right there. As a, as a previous teacher, um, you know, I missed the first day of school and, and connecting with students. Um, but I think those factors all come into play and we are we are lining up uh, as regional soups to support either private or public schools. Um, and quite frankly, I, we've all been um, inundated with questions about homeschooling and what resources are available as parents are are grappling with how comfortable they feel sending students back. So in that ve in that vein, we're also a support to parents and community members. Mark, listen, on that, we're out of time, but uh, we're, we'll keep you handy. We want to bring you back on the show. I've Absolutely. got a million more questions for you, but I might unfortunately, be reaching I'm out, out to you time. later on today, too, <laughs> yeah, exactly. separately. So, uh, yeah, I got your number, Mark. Good, good stuff, Mark. <laughs> well, I, we often we often say we're the 911 and the 411. Uh, there you go. I okay. to call. I'm, I'm here to serve and to help, so let right. me know. Um, love talking with you guys anytime. Let's do it Terrific. Again. Thank right. you, Mark. We appreciate it. Mark Kleisner, who's the president of the Illinois Association for Regional School Superintendents.